This is Tony Randall as Felix. This is Jack Klugman as Oscar. They're getting together this fall in a new series called The Odd Couple. Well, that certainly sounds interesting. Heavy, heavy, heavy. A moving story about the compatibility gap between two bachelors who share an apartment. Sensational. This is what is known as a casual fun set. Jerry Paris is directing this episode. Far out! From the day you brought him here, he's taken over the house. What about my bird? Stuff him. Why don't you just tell them to watch the art couple? You know, I'm beginning to like this bird. And welcome back to year two of Sitcom All Ye Faithful. Are you ready for another 25-day podcast extravaganza? Well, I hope you are, because today, day one, we're ready 
to watch so many Christmas sitcoms. And today, for this first episode, I had to do a, uh, had to kind of take a, a, a left turn because all year I decided that I'm going to start this year of Sitcom All Ye Faithful and every year uh, with the same show. Not the same episode, because that's that's against the rules that I made up. The same show. And then, with, you know, out doing any research, I, I thought, this is a great idea. And then I did slightly some research to discover that the Brady Bunch only had one Christmas episode. I was like, that, that can't be right. Wasn't there an episode... With a house of cards and a canoe, but I realized I don't. That's not a Christmas episode. I think they were trying to get stamps or something for some stupid reason. I was, uh, I was disappointed that my little plan wouldn't work. So uh, I thought a couple of days ago, well, I need to come up with a first show. Do I do uh, a show I haven't done before? Because here are the rules: you can't repeat the same show during a year, but you can, uh, do the same show, you know, next year. So in other words, let's say I did a cheers episode last year. There's a good chance to probably do a cheers episode this year. Uh, the closest I got to being, you know, cheating on my own little rules was the new heart and the Bob Newhart show, same actor, different show. See, it falls in the guidelines that I've created in my head. Um, so I thought to myself, do I do a show that I haven't done before? Because I know there's going to be repeats. Uh, do I start with a repeat? Do I go with something big? Do I go with something classic? Do I go with something that's more niche? 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 You know, something that's kind of like 80s, 90s, guilty pleasure um, that isn't really considered, you know, a classic sitcom. And I thought, no, no, no. I've got to go with a classic and I've got to go with a show, an episode, uh, that, a show that I never talked about before and really a show that I never really watched much of. The Odd Couple to me was a show you'd see on syndication uh, growing up on different stations, but I never really sat down and watched it. I knew a little bit. I knew Oscar Madison. I knew um, Felix Unger. I knew Slob, I knew, you know, Knee Freak, Bachelors, both divorced. So I probably have seen uh, an episode here or there through the years. And I knew that, um, is it Al Molinaro? Am I getting it wrong? You know, um, Al from, uh, from Happy Days. I knew he was in it, and I knew he was Murray the Cop. Um. I've heard the term. I've heard of the Pigeon Sisters before. They weren't in this episode. Uh, the other characters in this episode, they were like the friends, the group of friends. None of them looked familiar. None of their names looked familiar, and it seems like they weren't long for the show. So the the, the Odd Couple, obviously, the um, the Odd Couple was originally a Neil Simon play. Then it was a movie uh, with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Then this was the first iteration of it being a TV series. Then there was a night, an 80s version called the new, um, the new Odd Couple with Ron Glass. And uh, I can't think of Sanford and Son's name, but the son of Sanford and Son. It only lasted for a season, but it, that was... Um, and then there was the reboot with Matthew Perry and Thomas Lennon that I didn't watch a moment of. Um, but the, 
the original two shows, uh, the 70s and the 80s one, were both produced by the great uh, Gary Marshall. And in the promo at the beginning, it talked about Jerry Paris directing um, the episode they were filming. Jerry Paris, a longtime Happy Days director. Of course, Gary Marshall is like uh, one of his greatest achievements for me is bringing Happy Days into my life. And much like Happy Days, this show had a change from the first season to the second season. So when I watched this episode, uh, this is the 12th episode of the first season. Um, It's called uh, Scrooge Gets an Oscar. And I just, I saw some, I found it on on an article. I saw some pictures of, it looked like uh, Tony Randall dressed as uh, one of the, Marley, the ghost of Marley, and Jack Klugman dressed as Scrooge. I said, okay, this is a good one to watch. Classic show, classic characters, uh, and it looks like they're aping um, Scrooge, much like we saw with um, with the Family Ties last year, right? Family Ties wasn't It's a Wonderful Life. It was Scrooge, if I'm correct. It's been a whole, it's been a year. Um, so anyway, I went... It's on Paramount Plus. It looks like the whole series is on there. So it was very easy to find, very easy to watch. And a couple things I wasn't expecting was I thought I'd recognize more of the secondary characters. And I mentioned already, I didn't. And I also wasn't expecting the style the show was shot in, which was uh, single camera. That's what they call it. Single camera where it's filmed like a movie. There's no audience Um, and it's very much like the first season of happy days. And I thought I, you know, I've seen clips of the show if I haven't seen episodes. And I was like, I didn't think the odd couple looked like this. I thought it was more your traditional kind of sitcom of the eighties and seventies where, you know, filmed in front of a live studio audience and kind of almost put on more like a play, uh, with cameras. And it turns out after the first season, they changed to that format, much like Happy Days did. Again, Gary Marshall, uh, Jerry Paris, you know, just very similar, just kind of those things in common. It seems like they, um, if I read it right, ABC wanted it filmed this way to match kind of the movie where Gary Marshall wanted to do it more like the the multi-camera shoot with an audience which if I, I which if Wikipedia uh, is correct in what I read, um, it is because I'm not going back to look. Whatever um, that Klugman and Randall also liked that they changed to that other format, and I wonder if they kind of dropped some of the friends and added Murray the Cop to be in more. Um, but anyway, this episode, um, I have to say, it was okay. Like, I didn't love it. I didn't think, oh, wow, this is a classic. Like, when I watched some of these, um, some of the episodes last year, I knew there were some I loved. I knew there were some that were memorable. But I also knew there were some that were that were considered classics. And you watch them and you go, oh, okay, it makes sense. Now I see why. And this just didn't feel that way for me. Uh now, mind you, maybe I watched some of the best ones already last year, so I wonder if this year I'm not going to be getting as many great ones. Um, but I just, 
I don't want to say I was let down. I was just underwhelmed. What a way to kick off uh, Sick I'm All You Faithful by the out of the box saying, you know, this was okay. It wasn't great. Like there wasn't many laugh out loud moments. Uh, and I felt like just uh, Jack Klugman, Oscar, um, was mean he was just sometimes just mean for no reason just being a jerk now it turns to find out that uh he 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 just found out that his wife wasn't getting remarried so i wonder if that's an ongoing joke where he thinks his wife's going to get remarried so he doesn't have to pay alimony anymore and she doesn't and they they're when they got originally married uh was on christmas day and of course now they're divorced so there were some interesting things in there that 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 made you chuckle um but it was again shot different. There was there was laughter. There was a laugh track, but it was canned. It was completely fake, you know. With even when they do it in front of a live studio audience or film to look like it's in front of a live studio audience, you can suspend disbelief enough to think, um, okay, there's you know the laughter is where they're you know the people are seeing this. But when it's filmed like a uh, movie, you know, diff- all these different angles and and you know one camera kind of uh, you know. Like a movie, hearing hearing a laugh track takes you out of it even more. Um, <clears throat> but the premise of the episode is uh, Felix and his friends, uh, all their friends, are putting on a play, a stage play of uh, A Christmas Carol. And uh, for, I don't know, an orphanage or for kids or some kids. They put it on for some kids, uh, for charity. And they think... Uh, Oscar would be the perfect Scrooge. And of course, he doesn't want it to be a Scrooge. He doesn't want to be a Scrooge at all. Uh, and it gets to the point where he kicks uh, Felix out of the house. He doesn't, he's tired of him. Now, you think, you, I, I'm looking at this, you know, 40-something years later, where if you're looking at this in the first season of 12 episodes, they, they just started living together, you know, a couple months ago basically in the timeline of the show. So maybe early on he tried to kick him out a lot and he just over, you know, second guessing things and overthinking things. Um, but, you know, he, he wants Tony Randall to completely, uh, you know, he wants Felix out of the house. And Felix is like, fine, I, I, you know, I won't, you know, where I'm not wanted, I won't go. Uh, we get kind of the, 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 a fun moment is when all the friends are sitting around the, um, in the, they're they're kind of practicing. What's the word? You know, when they're rehearsing, that's the word. And they're trying to read from a Christmas Carol, and none of them are very good at it. Like, uh, and Murray the cop is like, he tries to sound mean, but he can't. He's like, there's just not a mean bone in my body. And and Felix is like, I know, Murray, I know. And then Felix thinks he's like, I'm going to read it because I'm an actor. But even his reading isn't really that good. And they realize the only person who could do this is Felix. Unger. Now, I mean, uh, is Oscar Madison. Now, Felix is all over, uh, has been after uh, Oscar about how he eats and how it's going to kick up his ulcer. And of course, um, Oscar falls asleep. And I'm sure I'm getting their names mixed up, but Oscar falls asleep while the um, a, a showing of the Christmas Carol is on the TV. And he has a classic Christmas Carol dream where he has long hair and, um, oh, Tony Randall shows up as the um, Bob Cratchit. And there is kind of a funny thing where uh, he says, um, show up, you know, 
let's go out this window and we'll we'll I'll show you Christmas past. But he, he's like, you can't go up here. We're, we're 12 floors up. And and uh, Felix as Bob Cratchit, not Bob Cratchit, as, as Jacob Marley goes out the window and falls right down. And he's like, I told you. Uh, and then the next shot, he comes back as the ghost, but he's got a sling, which I, I thought that was a funny little thing, a little gag. Uh, so he brings Oscar to kind of see, and they. And this is, you know, a condensed version of Christmas past that shows him um, at a desk and he got a crummy toy from his parents. Now he is dressed like, I don't know, like a little kid from the 1920s, which I guess in that, or 10s, I don't know. He's got like the long hair, but like, um, like shorts and the knee high socks. It's really like something out of a, out of a cartoon where you'd see this kid, you would, you know, licking a giant lollipop or something like baby Huey wore, but he got a terrible toy and that's why he hates Christmas. Then it showed um, Christmas present where I think it was the play was being put on um, and all, all the friends, what the hell was going on there? Um, all the friends, oh, they were trying to do the play and Murray was Tiny Tim and he just kept saying, God blesses everyone. And it was, it was, he just kept saying it over and over again. Um, I think that was what was going on. And then the future, they just showed uh, his, here is a, a messy grave site of uh, Oscar Madison. He wakes up um, and Felix is there to, to clean out a few things. And he's like, wait, 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 I want to be Scrooge. I want to, I want to do this. I want, I know I, this is how it should be. He's like, really? Come on, let's go. They go outside. All their friends are dressed up and he, he's like, oh my God, it's Tiny Tim. He's like, no, this is Felix. This is uh, Murray the Cop. It's your friend. Oh, oh, great. Let's go do the play. And then the episode ends. Well, there's a little stinger at the end where they get each other a gift. Um, actually, it was kind of funny. He got uh, Felix a gift certificate for a humidifier for cleaner air. And Felix was so happy. And Felix got him a tiny trash can with his initials on it. So all in all, um, it was, you know, it was definitely Christmas themed. Uh, it was quick, kind of rushed uh, as far as throwing all the uh, all the Christmas Carol stuff. And, and, and Oscar was like so mean, didn't want to deal with anything with Christmas. He's picking up the chips and throwing it around like he was having a temper tantrum. Um, and in the end, he finally he has a dream and becomes, you know, like Scrooge, happy the next day. Um, and he thinks he had the dream because of all the food he ate. But either way. It worked, and now he's Scrooge in the play, which we don't see the play. We don't see a moment of the play. I thought, okay, we get to see him do a few lines. Uh, nope, nothing. So that was it. That was Oscar. Uh, Scrooge gets an Oscar. And all in all, this was, what, December? I think it was December something. I, I wrote it down. It was 1970, six years before I was birthed. Um, all in all, not... Not my favorite. Um, I, I have a feeling it'll go up from there. But uh, what's fun? What's fun about the uh, Jack Klugman and Tony Randall is that they were kind of linked. For you know, the show went from seventy to seventy-five, but they were linked together for years after that. Uh, and they well, back in nineteen ninety-three, they they um, they did a, a movie. Was it The Odd Couple again or The Odd Couple, you know, Back for More? I know that's not what it's called. But they did an Odd Couple movie uh, in the early 90s. Um, 
and I don't know if Murray the Cop was in that, but some of the characters, some of the actors, Penny Marshall was in it because she was in some episodes, um, and some of the friends, at least one of the friends was there, a couple of the friends. Uh, but they also were connected because they they did a bunch of commercials together. I don't know if they did it for a, a bunch of different um, different products, but I knew them mostly from doing these snack commercials together. I'm about to ask a real video brief, which will score more points. Eagles new nacho cheese tortilla chips or the other leading brand. Jack, you're not paying attention to me, Jack. Now you have to try the other leading brand. Jack, I know you like Eagles better, but you have to try them both, you geek. Will you pay attention to me? Don't let this happen to you. New Eagle Nacho Cheese. You're going to love them. Okay, so you only heard Tony Randall's voice in that commercial, but uh, Jack Klugman was there. And the cool thing about that is Jack Klugman is playing Duck Hunt on Nintendo, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. And the whole thing is, uh, will he, you know, what's better, the Doritos or the Eagle brand chips? Uh, and they do a bunch of Eagle things. I think there were there were peanuts. There was a commercial with that. Um, and just the fact seeing Jack Klugman playing Nintendo with the Red Zapper. Uh, this was from 1991. Um, so those guys have been linked kind of together for for eternity, even though uh, they didn't, you know, um, Jack went on to be Quincy. Right? Quincy was definitely after, wasn't it? And Tony Randall went on to, uh, you know, have babies in his 80s. Um, but I think that's it. I think I'm done here. I think we've covered, uh, day one of 25 of the Christmas season. I got my Christmas tree up. All the decorations are in. And I have to say, you know, October, uh, we get 31 days of kind of following, uh, you know, getting into Halloween. That's the way I do it. Thanksgiving I don't really think of like Thanksgiving season. I think of Thanksgiving as kind of you're getting ready for Christmas. You're not quite in the Christmas season yet. Maybe the week of Thanksgiving, you start to feel it. Then Thanksgiving's over and you really, you start to, you know, really pick up. You get the decorations out. You put the lights up, the trees up. Um, I haven't watched any Christmas specials yet or any Christmas movies yet. But now that it's December... I'm going to be watching a lot of Christmas sitcoms, and now I really feel in the swing of things to start watching Christmas things. Because, you know, with Halloween, you get 31 days. With Christmas, you only get 25. I mean, obviously, you get more um, if you count Thanksgiving, or you really just do whatever you want because no one's watching, no one cares. <laughs> you, make a, you, you decide when your Christmas season begins and ends. And even after, uh, after Christmas, up until New Year's, I'll, I'll, we'll have the lights on. Uh, maybe we won't be watching Christmas specials. Maybe we won't be listening to Christmas music, but the lights will still be on. But yes, it's full Christmas music now. Uh, not, I shouldn't say full Christmas music, but now I'll put on Christmas music and won't say, oh, it's too early. I will listen to it. Um, and I hope you will listen to less Christmas music and more sitcom All Ye Faithful. Now, you can find me on Twitter, and on Instagram, at Geek Mentality. Twitter's still a thing. Hasn't gone away. I did sign up for that Mastodon thing. I don't know uh, why, or, you know, I, I was thinking, is Twitter going to go away? I better grab this very important, uh, very, very um, 
valuable name of geek mentality before it's taken. So I do have a Mastodon at Geek Mentality, but that's probably the first and last time you're going to hear me reference it, even though there is a link to it uh, if you are on the webpage at fansnotexperts.com. You know, on any of the show notes, you can see there's a link to it. Uh, But most importantly, you can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. That is probably the place where I interact the most, even though I am putting up every picture of every episode on Instagram, again, at Geek Mentality. The website is fansnotexperts.com slash sitcom. That's where you will find every episode of Sitcom All Ye Faithful, which really is just the Geek Mentality podcast. So if you go to fansnotexperts.com slash geekmentality or slash sitcom, uh, they'll both get you to this show. Uh, We're available, of course, any place you can get a podcast in 13 secret places you can't get a podcast. I'm not going to tell you what those are. You have to figure them out yourselves by following the clues in the map that I left under your chair. Now, um, that's this is when I start realizing that I'm rambling too much. So, until tomorrow, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And I haven't said this in a while, but <clears throat> let me get it out right here. We go. Here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode That's not experts <laughs>